Good morning. It's time for our cool conversation. I'm your host, George Plummer. Today, we have Krista McClellan. She's with MMIP of Central Oklahoma, and that uh, stands for Missing, Murdered and Missing Indigenous People. So, Krista, thanks for joining us on the program today. Thank you for having me. All right. Uh, wanted to talk about this important issue about uh, murdered and missing indigenous people and uh, some very startling statistics about uh, about missing indigenous uh, people. Yes, there is. Um, you know, like we have one of the highest rates of disappearances and murders with our indigenous people. Um, and I know there has been some research and studies trying to get up a database, which I do believe is in the works, but I don't personally have any of that information. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) we do work closely with um, the BIA, MMU. Um, They do post missing flyers on the, um, on their website. And you work with a lot of law enforcement agencies too. Was you try to get the word out about a lot of you've got a lot of cases that have been open for many, many years. Yes, we do. And yeah, speaking of law enforcement, we do work closely with our local law enforcement. And um we do reach out to um Mr. Delphine with uh OSBI. He works closely with us as well. Very good. So um most recently, uh, there was something in the news about an individual, and this actually turned out uh, uh, with some good news in the end, right? Yes, it did. We um, we got word of a missing lady out of Oklahoma City, and I believe we got that case on a Sunday Sunday evening. It might have been Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my days run together. <laughs> sure, it's hard to keep track sometimes, but. We worked in collaboration with our sister chapter, um, MMIW Chata, who is, they are out of Choctaw, the Choctaw Nation. And um, I know our chapter had a few ladies that went out Monday evening and distributed flyers. They had the homeless community that they went to, and then there were the homeless shelters, stores, and they were asking questions, which we got a lot of good tips from a lot of people around there. And um, so they went back to the area on Wednesday, the our sister chapter, and they kept getting information that she's around there. So they sat there and waited. I think it was at a convenience store. I can't remember. But they waited, and she showed up. And everything was fine, and she was okay? Yes, yes, she was fine. She was okay. She just doesn't have a phone, mm-hmm. and she wasn't able to get in contact with her family. And so was it her family that initially approached you or said, do we need help finding uh, finding this person? Yes, it was. It was her mom, and I was contacted from another sister chapter because we all work together and that's how <laughs> that's how we are successful is we you know we don't do things ourselves we work as a team so we might have people from Anadarko and as you see we have the Choctaw chapter which is in southeast Oklahoma so we just all come together to 
use our resources and our people to do our searches. Right. Uh, I, and I know there's a chapter in Lawton that's the missing uh, and murdered indigenous women uh, of southwest Oklahoma. And I know they've been yes. a pretty active charter for a, a, a group for a while. Yes. And so that's another uh, agency that uh, can help uh, hopefully reunite uh, missing persons yes. uh, with their relatives or at least provide some closure for family members that might have been missing for years. Yes, and we also have MMIW Indian Capital. They have the MMIW Apache chapter around that area, too, mm -hmm. um, and the Kiowa chapter. And here, and let's see, we have MMIW Eastern Oklahoma chapter, and then there is a Southeast chapter, too, I believe. So are there Facebook pages for most of these groups or websites or how do how do folks get in contact with you? If you go to Facebook, they have chapter I mean I'm sorry, they have groups. Some of them are mostly groups, but there's a few of us that do have Facebook pages. So if you just um Google MMIP. Mine is MMIP, but we do have sister chapters that are called MMIW. So if you just put those first four letters in there, you normally have a whole list of things that will pop up. So what type of information do you ask about uh, when people call, and uh, what type of information do they need to provide to uh, have you start working on their cases? Well, we have an intake sheet, and that's just the basics, like the name of the individual, um, their physical descriptions, height, weight, um, eye color, hair color, what, what, what they were last seen, seen wearing, um, what day they were last seen, the approximate time if they have it, um, and a lot of like the areas that they frequent or who they might have left with. And, uh, and also uh, possible photographs? Those are important. Thanks for being with us on our cool conversation. Our guest today is Krista McClelland. She is with the Missing and Murdered Indigenous People of Central Oklahoma. And uh, Krista, we were just talking uh, during the break about there's a new TV series out uh, with Hillary Swank. It's called Alaska Daily. It's about Hillary Swank. She was working in a New York City newspaper. Then she was basically banished to Alaska. But uh, the main plot when that show first came out was about uh, a presumed uh, murdered uh, Native American person or uh, Alaskan, and they have information. That's a nationwide effort, really, to uh, uh, help further your mission. Yes. I think that is, I mean, I don't want to say that's the purpose of her show, mm -hmm. but like it brings the awareness of what we face on a daily basis as indigenous people and um in in the show i've watched it i've watched the entire show already um they touch a lot of topics and a lot of issues that we do face here as chapters and working on these cases um i know in a lot of it they show they don't get very much news broadcasts on indigenous people and then a lot of the other issues that we face is sometimes the law enforcement don't want to work with us. And there's an issue of racism, uh, you know, oftentimes you have to deal with too. 
Yes, that that's a huge one. Um, I know, and I I mean, there's no easy way to put put it, but I mean, we do we face that every day, and it's like just because of the color of our skin, we don't get put on the news. We get put on the back burner, and that's where our chapters come into play because we, as indigenous people, we are able to reach out to our relatives like near and far, and they will share our fires and share it and keep sharing it. And that's what helps us bring in the tips from the public, and then that's what helps us find individuals when we can. I mean, not all of our stories are successful, but some of them are. Right. And that's what you work for. So uh, yes. talk about talk about another one or two cases that uh, uh, that ended up in with the with a favorable ending, if you, if you can. Well, well, we did talk about the other one mm-hmm. um, from just this week. We also had a few cases um, in November. We had two sets of girls that ran away, and sometimes. When they run away, the law enforcement officers sometimes don't want to deal with that. Um, so it's hard. It's a bit harder to work with those. But we work our hardest, especially when it comes to the kids, because we had a 15-year-old and a 13-year-old that ran from Oklahoma, and they made it all the way to Florida. So we had to share our flyers, and with us being here in Oklahoma, we sometimes we can't travel all along those waves to do our flyer distributions. So a few of us, we reached out to the news medias all along the coast going towards Florida and also the law enforcement agencies. And uh, let's see what else. That's oh we there's like you know Facebook has tons of groups they have yes. groups and then they have the community groups where they share like news and stuff so we went to a lot of us went to those little groups like the Grossville sites um, you'd be surprised but we get some good information out on there too and then some of them people will share that too in those areas so they keep a lookout for that yeah and so those girls were able to get home safely and uh, yeah that was. Uh, that was great news for that. But, uh, yeah, you know, runaways are so hard for law enforcement. Uh, but so many times, you know, th- these kids are kidnapped and, they're, you know, they're they're trafficked and, you know, used for all sorts of bad things. And uh, that's just if, if there's if you can say one more person, you're doing you're doing great. Yes. yes. You know, a lot of those those cases, even even the ones with our adults women and even our men like we work a lot of hours like outside of i would say regular business hours because i do work (laughs) i have a job Mm -hmm. um but it's like a never-ending job like i i'll wake up thinking about it working it as soon as i get up and doing the same thing until i go to sleep krista we want to thank you for uh sharing your information with us today and again, uh, we've got a couple of groups here in uh, this region. We've got uh, MMIP of Central Oklahoma, and we've got MMIW uh, for pretty much uh, Southwest Oklahoma. And uh, just go to Facebook and do a search for either MMIP or MMIW, and you'll be able to get in contact with some of those groups. Krista, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you.